we started? Is yeah, this we, it? We, this is not reasonable yet, ignorance? Not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. We got you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Now. This is the ignorant shit you like. I am King Fool. This is the ignorant shit you I'm like. I'm not This is the ignorant shit you like. Come on. This is the ignorant shit you like. You know the movie you have when a mother got a nine chasing a chicken. Bombs! Reasonable Ignorance Podcast. <laughs> Valentine's Day edition. Happy Valentine's Day, ladies. Happy Valentine's Thank Day. You. And she's mm-hmm. back. Yeah. What's up? Tayomi the Glamazon Tayomi is back. What's up, guys? Hey, hey thanks for having me. This is great. Um... Elena, she's, she's back with love. Yeah, she's back with love. Yeah, yeah. Mary, perfect. The perfect. Lily, Red, the <laughs> perfect. Love. This man is love. This man is love. Yes. Aww. Good. 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 Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> Hand claps. He is delirious right now. He just drove eighteen hours to get here. So. I ninety wow. straight here, right? Eighty. I eighty, I 80 yeah. from California, right? Yeah. From California? No, from no, New York. No, from New York. It would take a lot longer to get from California <laughs> right, to here. He wouldn't be here right now if you drove from California. You, t- you, you, you didn't take uh, I-90? No, I-90 gets you here? Yeah. Okay, I'll try it on there. Yeah, you got to take... 80 is... Well, I-90 takes you straight into uh, uh, 80. Yeah, I-90 takes you straight here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. How, uh, you, you had to go through which, which states? Uh, Pennsylvania... Pennsylvania, Ohio, Indiana, and then I was here. Central Illinois. And, um, and New Jersey first. So, New Jersey first? Yeah, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Indiana. Spring okay. Valley, too. Wow. What is Spring Valley? Yeah, I don't know. What that that uh, little town in Illinois where uh, I lived briefly and what met that someone. Ha- what does that have to do with him coming all the way from Oh, I'm just saying you had to New pass York. through that <laughs> terrible town. Spring Valley? Yeah. Okay. All right, that was a. Oh, wait, you said you're coming from New York, so you didn't go. With, well, I'm stupid. And we have an Elena moment. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of shit that has nothing to do with the shit that we are talking about. We're talking about love, driving from New York, and you say <laughs> Spring love. Valley. And it's our anniversary today. That's why he came. Happy what anniversary? Congratulations. Yeah, How long has it been? 10 months. 10 months. How did you all meet? On a flight. Coming to Chicago. Build a from where? Outfit. From New York. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Did y'all know each other beforehand? No, like we literally met on the plane. Like I was trying to go to sleep and I felt him staring at me and he wouldn't stop staring. So I looked up and he was like, oh, nice hair. I was like, oh, he's handsome. Okay, nice. thank you. Went to sleep, woke up and he needed to get to the Blue Line train. I was riding that train into the city. And so I offered to ride the train with him and he sat down, fed me some grapes and introduced me to his book about love, which the day before I had just prayed about wanting to understand love, and he sat yes. down with a book talking about love, and I'm like, "What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> this, you can't make this shit up." So wait, 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 rewind. You fed her grapes? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. On the train. <laughs> I, I fed. The key, the key word is I fed her. So that's what she really fell in love with. Not <laughs> exactly. the whole book and all that other stuff. You fed her <laughs> red grapes, green grapes, what? You got to be red. detailed here. Yeah, red grapes. So, that yeah. did it, didn't it? Bombs! Right. <laughs> 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 that did it, Magic Mike. 
Red grapes. Ten months later, married. What the fuck, man? I, I see the dreads. I see the African guard. I, I, I see you from New York. You're very cultural. Nigga, you had some grapes on the plane and took them on the train and fed them to a woman. That's 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 way beyond God and everything. That's like some... Some, I don't know just what the fuck case. that is. That's, some, like, that's, that's some, like the Justin Y'all need to be married forever. Y'all and you like, got a romance book that you wrote. You got grapes. And yeah, like, on the know. train, on the blue line, where the, all the homeless Prepare. people be. be. <laughs> all type of shit be on there. Like <laughs> fucking bed bugs and everything. I did it's take true. some I don't even grapes from a homeless woman the other day on the blue line. The blue line goes from O'Hare to Forest Park. Yes, it does. No. Yes, it does. That's a good sleep if you homeless. Hell yeah. It is. It is. I've it's seen a good sleep it. anyway. That's a good sleep if you don't like, not you like you don't get sleep. No, you got Jack Daniels and rice and your other shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bad, no, yeah, I'm just saying it's a good shit. sleep anyway. <laughs> I mean her motherfucking mouth, mouth. She says put it in her mouth, mouth. Yeah, I mean her motherfucking mouth, mouth. She says put it in her mouth, mouth. I mean her motherfucking mouth. You wanna go down? Why not? Herbie and hand you a cock and tell you that my name is I. Get I can down me like the breeze begin to blow. But don't give me no Ralph Lauren grin if you're not down to go low. I'm all about mouth fucking. Only if you're down for dick sucking. If not, BJ in the beer, keep trucking. And fuck tap sticks. I'm coming ashy as hell with chap dicks. For your chap ass lips. Treating your teeth like dentists as I'm rubbing them. With an erection like injections. Fuck it, I'll be drugging them. Numbing up the console like Amber. Saw anesthetic coming down your throat like chloroseptic. No time for apology, girlfriend. If you swallowing, goggling, I'm giving bitches permanent beers. Put your lips here and catch these damn facial hairs in your mouth. Put it in your mouth, mouth. I said your motherfucking mouth, mouth. Or I can just eat you out. You're wasted, baby, slurp it up It's enough to fill your cup It's finger looking good And I wish a nigga would Go down, kinda slow or even fast I'll be sprung once I feel your tongue In the crack of my ass Yes, I need a nigga Going out like that Boy, a pack is such a tasty treat And you can eat me out But put it in your mouth Put it in your mouth I said your motherfucking mouth I said your motherfucking mouth Canelli, put it in your mouth. Let's taking it back to uh, nineteen, the <laughs> mid nineteen nineties with that one, Magic Mike, yeah. right there. Hey, Tayomi, Jamal picked that song, and that was one song like you. I, it was it had a nice beat, but it was over vocal <laughs> for me. Like you know, it was like I say some wild shit, but that Listen, shit was just put it she, in your motherfucking mouth. She said it was yeah, a little bit when too you lick noisy. my ass. She said when you lick my ass. Hey. Yeah, that, that I was. I'm gonna give you a little back, little backstory on that. That song was the song that got played at the end of the night. Yeah, at the college parties at yeah. down at SIU and Carmen. That, that was the last song, so you knew what that meant. You set it, set the shit up for the fucking that's gonna go on between um, one o'clock and and four o'clock in the morning in Carmendale and everything like that. So yeah, um, rewind though, rewind at twenty four twenty five when you meet that young lady who's doing all that shit. Uh huh, scares the shit out of you. <laughs> It fucks you up. It's like you can even go one or two ways with it. You can like 
look for every woman to do that type of shit or just let this crazy bitch dry you nuts? Like, Have like you, you ever eaten booty? Who, me? Yeah. No, no. I don't eat no ass. Why you lick the girl's ass? What's wrong with eating ass? No, I'm not. He's been, I'm dude, a nice Hit guy. this conspiracy. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> they put your ass on the fucking spot. I mean, the pussy and the ass are like. I'm a nice looking dude. Close. I ain't got to do all that. I mean, well, nice looking dude Patrick. eat ass too. Yeah. The very first dude that ate my ass was like a pretty boy. It was yeah. kind of off putting though. Part of his credit score probably was <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> what I, is I don't give a fuck about, do about like, crack? Are you eating ass if you try to get get better in life? I'm gonna do it on my own. I, hey, I, I got an ego. Is, is is pleasurable. Like I, you're not gonna get me and nowhere women. and be like that nigga ate my ass over there. No, I you, ate you, ass. No, you're not gonna say no shit like that. First time in New York, it was awesome. With a, huh? With a, with a great feet eating dude yeah. right there. Yeah, it yeah. was a girl's yeah. ass, though. It wasn't a dude. Damn. I'm still like Damn. on the fence about that one. What you on, why are you on the fence about it? I'm wait, just, wait, 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 wait. Before you get started with yet. that, Ty, before you get started with that, let's go let's do a rewind right quick. Jump right in it. Um, <laughs> last year that you were on the show, yeah. Delcy wasn't a part of the show. I know. And she, I wasn't here either. Uh, Delcy, I know. We know that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Delcy and Elena weren't a part of the show. But <laughs> you have been here a time where Delcy was a guest. Yes. And um, later on, and uh, um, at, during that time, you were going through a celibacy streak, right? Mm-hmm. No man. Um, yeah. No, doing, no, 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 he wasn't dating a right, man. Right, no, no dating a man, right. Men plenty around, you know, um, what has happened since the last time that you've uh, uh, catch us up to date oh. with everything that you, in a nutshell, catch us up to date with everything that you've been doing ever since the last time you've been on the show, besides Ooh. getting married. C- congratulations on that once again. Thank you. At the uh-huh. fifth grade, that's what we want to know. Did you say, I'm going to get this nigga some pussy? Well, you ask questions. Brother, it's it's going to get vulgar in here. We, did, yeah. we talk very <laughs> candid, so she just, please don't take it back. She ain't some ass before. I don't know he used to all this shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk about the book, too. Yeah. Okay, cool. Go ahead. Uh, so, Catch us up to date. So, let me see. Last time I was here, I was practicing celibacy. Um, what happened? A lot of traveling and a lot of self-discovery, self-work, self-healing. A part of the healing was saying I'm not dealing with, like, these ego-driven relationships anymore not dealing with people who want to be on and off again with me because i just can't just can't um and when i met him that's when i broke my celibacy because i was like you know what this is run its course now you know i don't have a purpose for why i'm doing this anymore how long was so, you celibate for about a year and a half oh wow Year I'm coming and a half. up on the year celebration. Oh, yes, girl. Yes. It was good. It was great, though. I mean, it was a great time to, like, really um, discover myself, clear out the, the pathway from people who just didn't belong. Um, it's interesting to see how many people actually care about you and then how many people just care about your body or your pussy mm-hmm. or your mouth or the things you can do for them. So it was very revealing. And it was also revealing to see how many people actually pay attention to what I'm doing. Cause I mean, my life is pretty, pretty public. Um, not every aspect of my life, but I mean, those who follow me on social media, it's like, you can see my journey. So there were some people who just didn't even know I was, wasn't, um, 
sexually active. And I'm like, how don't you know, bro? It was like very public. I mean, but um, you, you know, those videos are, are detailing and, and very, you know, um, revealing. Yeah. Wait, 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 what video? Your titty Tuesday is the shit. Yeah. I love Titty Tuesday. Actually, I've been like on the fence, but I want to take it to Twitter because people on Snapchat have been hating. And I'm like, who's hating on titties? Like, what happened on Snapchat? Like with you and people have been like reporting my page. I'm like, what the fuck? How are you reporting the page on Snapchat? Like, it's supposed to be one of the most liberal places you can like just do your thing, and y'all hating on titties? Like, how? Yeah, Anthony, we how, many how many followers do you, you have Snapchat. on, on uh, some little bitty itty titty committee? I don't bitch. know how many followers I have on Snapchat because Snapchat doesn't give you a number <laughs> like of your followers, but you know the amount of views I get is anywhere from like five thousand to like eleven thousand. Depending on, yeah, like per snap, depending on like what I post up. And, and then like this new fucking Snapchat like design is so retarded. Like I don't like it because they don't, you can't see people's stories the same way you used to. It's, right. it's all different. But Snapchat is lit though. Shout out to Snapchat because I make a lot of money there and people are really supportive from Snapchat. And Twitter too. I mean, I've gotten a lot of my opportunities from there. But a lot of traveling. Of course, I got married, ended my celibacy. Um, became their resident expert and seminar coordinator for the Exotica Expo. So I toured with them last year. Okay. Um, awesome. And I'm touring with them again and bringing in more talent to teach. And I'm headlining with like four to six seminars, depending on what I want to teach. Um, Are you teaching mm -hmm. at Exotica? Or? Yeah, I teach at Exotica. I bring in oh. talent and people to teach at Exotica. I'm, I'm staff, you know, I work for the company now. So See, when I was big things. When what I went there the first year, they didn't do None. that. I see, because she's dressed as, y'all got to see this airline. I, 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 work, I work for Playboy for Playboy Airlines. Okay. So <laughs> I wore I've this outfit seen. for my husband. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. Elena, ask your question. <laughs> oh, no, I was just curious cause I about the, the classes, because when I went to Exotica, we were talking about this earlier, um, I went the first year that they had it in Chicago, and really they just had porn stars signing things. Yeah, and, you, you, you know, long removed we eight years in boo you got to come back i know we, it was, we had i was disappointed last though year. so i didn't go again but like now you're telling me there's classes Cause it's, and it's there's, grown you, know, you, yeah. did, you came the first year and i went that year too that's the first year i met sarah J, and she felt me up and that was my first like experience with a woman like filling me up in like a romantic really? way and i was like hmm i don't know whether to feel violated or aroused i'm actually more aroused and violated right and then she we became friends like she's super dope but we eight years in now and last year was our biggest year we did denver colorado for the first time which was dope because the whole hotel was ours so nice. it was lit and we're doing it again and we're going to miami this year Denver's so we got anyway. four cities this that year instead of three miami's going to be lit i cannot wait Everybody's coming out for that. It's one of the first cities that we started with, and we're going back because it was such a great year last year. So working with them now, I work for uh, CashesLife.com, which is a Radio 1, I1 media platform. I'm their residence expert, so I basically have like my own column there. All of my editors who used to work at Ebony Magazine now work there, and they brought me in to work there, so I'm doing that. And... Um, more YouTube stuff. Just started a new series with Rock and Shay for my YouTube channel called Ebony Kama Sutra. So, Rock and Shay. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yes, the ones the, 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 the light skin and the dark skin young lady. Yes. Uh, yeah, I love yeah, Shay's yeah, chocolate yeah. booty. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, so yeah. righteous. Some of the oh, best so cum shot scenes ever. Mm. Like, like, damn. Yes. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're revealing a lot of shit tonight. We some freaks in this motherfucker. <laughs> oh, Jamal, just sit back and listen, kid. You go in the other room, put, <laughs> keep your headphones on. That's <laughs> why I was so, you know, excited to say, declare that, you know, oh, this is my first time having the pleasure of meeting you because, like, you know, when I saw you, I was just like, glow around you, you yeah, know, I like, you know, on Facebook, how they have, like, you know. I got the glow. Oh, you know, on Facebook right now, because it's close to Valentine's Day, they have those little hearts and that little, uh-huh. little... The little filter, glittery yeah, stuff. Yeah, with the pink cheeks and the little hearts flying <laughs> around and the little yep. glow around you. You had that going on, and, and I was Thank just you. like... Ah. <laughs> wow! Fangirl moment. Um, well, yep. this is a proud moment here. Like, mm-hmm. God damn it! <laughs> Rosa Parks would be so fucking happy. The white woman is hey, hey, the black woman. Know, uh, what's uh, Angela Davis would be proud. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> now, um, Ty. <laughs> Ty. Yes. Um, Delcia was the engineer of this. Uh, this podcast tonight. She's she's the oh, one yes. that wanted to. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. She wanted. She, she wanted to, you, to book you for the guests tonight. Yeah. Because go ahead. She just dope as shit. Like everything oh, she you. does is just like on point. Like she is thank so you. sex positive. Okay. And like be. I dig that. Like because there's no shaming. Like everyone has their kinks. Some mm-hmm. might not be mad. Some might not be yours. But she doesn't judge. Like she embraces her sex and I. I just I dig that because I embrace my sex because for so long yes women goddamn it were whores if they enjoyed fucking yep you know what I'm saying and it's proof that like you don't have to be a whore to enjoy sex you know who told me that hmm. a lady that I enjoyed fucking and she told me she said I like to fuck you and I just like I probably had that glow that she seen on you know like, yeah that's what I feel about you and she said we don't have to be a couple, like, we don't really like to say shit, but we like to fuck each other. And how did that feel, though, as a man, to, like, have a woman come to you straight like that? Uh, it was so, so, fuck me up. Because I started telling other women that. They were like, I, I want to do more. I want us to get saved and baptized. Bitch, what? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? I just like fucking you. So, I like, your husband, like, you, you are, like, I meet women, like, that want to, Make me a Jehovah Witnesses and shit. <laughs> you met a sex expert. Like, look how the God shined on you. You trying to get me to wear white boots and, and join the South Shore marching team and dumb shit like that. You met a sex expert. You wrote a love book. And you, y'all was married. Y'all been married for 10 months. How, how long was it before you decided to get married? How long? It wasn't long date? at all. It was like, it, hap- it happened really fast. Like, he proposed to me. In November, and we had our wedding January sixth. Yeah, met but, but we say we we met April thirteenth. So we say that we've been married since April thirteenth because we are mirrored souls or twin flames. So wow, we came back together again for this lifetime. So we were like, well, our souls are one again. So we're married, and that's why we count the thirteenth of every month as our anniversary because that's the day we met. And wow. I literally had no business in New York when I went. I was going to see Big Sean in concert because he showed me love on Twitter. So I was like, man, I got to support him. Went to his concert, received so much like love and positive energy. <clears throat> and then I booked my flight like that next day to leave out on the 13th. And then I meet this guy. 
Like, I had broke it off with my guy I was on and off with for, like, four years. So I was like, I'm done with this shit. I can't deal with these kind of relationships anymore. Love him, all that good stuff, you know, wish the best for you. But I had to leave that. And then immediately after leaving that, I was like, well, I don't know who's up next, if I have anybody up next, but I'm fine either way. I just want to understand love. And then he walks on the plane and got this book about love and... I was like, grapes in a suitcase. You can't, carry on. yeah, you can't, you can't plan that shit. Like, you can't make this shit up. Like, that's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> that was divine. And it was like, he offered to read the book with me. He didn't even ask for my phone number. He was just like, well, I'll g-, like, like just like he did with you, because he does this with everybody. I'll give you a free copy of the book, you know, if you would like to read it. I was like, yeah, sure. Then he was like, well, if you know, if you want to read it together, we can. And for me, being a sapiosexual, a person very aroused by the use of intellect. I was like, that's turning me on. You asking me to read a book? No man's ever asked me that. Just like off the rip meeting me. I was like, yeah, we can read it together. And he, did, he didn't even ask for my number. Like, What term did you use? He just said... You, you said... Oh, I'm a sapiosexual. Sapiosexual. Yes. I like that. Shout out to my sapiosexuals in the world. No, 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 no. Well, they have said that the... Uh, the brain is the biggest erogenous. Uh, yeah, the brain is the largest sex organ because that's where sex starts, in your brain. Mm-hmm. All the chemical releases, they get the body ready. It's the mind and then the body follows. Exactly. Mm. Okay. That's something. Love, Boy, imagine. Love you guys. That's, that's, that's really something. It's the brain is the biggest sex organ. Mm-hmm. Well, I could just cut this old motherfucker off on me. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know you about working with Rock and Shay. How did you team up with them? Well, um, so Rock and Shay started following me on Twitter. We started following each other. And Rock hit me up and was like, are we kin? Because we have, we both, well, I have the last name Morgan. And he has Morgans in his family and from Chicago. And I was like, you know, honestly, I don't know. We could be because I don't know my Morgan side of family. I don't know how deep that runs. Like, I got aunties and uncles younger than me on that side. So I was like, well, you know, whatever. So we started, like, conversing and stuff. And I just started looking at their catalog, and I started looking at what they've done lately, which, you know, they have their own website, and they do custom videos and stuff, but they haven't really been, like, on the scene, like, really heavy, even though they've been in the industry for, like, 10 years. So... Yeah, like they still kind of classified as amateur. Well, they are amateur because they don't produce anything professionally. Okay. So that's what classifies them as amateur. Not All their right. experience in the industry, but just the the level of the production. The quality of yeah. production, okay. So, because um, they do everything like themselves, like self-cam. So it's not like um, a high-budget, you know, produced kind of a thing. So um, I was kind of just chilling with my YouTube channel last year because YouTube went through a whole like sweep and change with like their advertisement and all this stuff. So I was like, I'm not trying to get my page like caught up in the rapture. So I'm going to chill. Demonetized. But, did you get my demonetized? Oh, oh hell contest? yeah, I did. Fuck them. Yeah. Um, well, I didn't say fuck YouTube, but fuck the monetization because it's yeah. like advertisers want to pick and choose who they want to represent their brands. I don't care about that because I get paid off of people supporting my classes and products and stuff online. But anyway... But if you have adult <clears throat> content, they're, you're probably going to get demonetized, though. Is that... Not necessarily. Literally, like, these platforms pick and choose who they want to support and who they want to pull stuff from. So I'll just say mm-hmm. I don't care about any of that because the okay. the ad money is not what gets me paid. It's me actually putting the work out there and then people reaching out to me and buying my products online and coming to classes and me promoting other brands. But anyway, I wanted to start a new series coming into this year, starting my sex position stuff back up. 
And I was like, well, you know what? I want to feature black couples. Like, there's a lot of sources out there that educate for white people. No shade. But most of the stuff you see when you Google sex positions is going to be either cartoons or white people. And I was mm -hmm. like, fuck this shit. Like, mm -hmm. black people need to have representation and it needs to be sexy and educational and sensual. So I hit them up and I was like, hey. Because I was actually surprised that no one had ever really, like, hit them up to do, like, collaborations and stuff. Like, they haven't done a lot in the industry really just besides having sex with each other like i know i think they did some stuff with pinky but i don't know of anybody else that they've collaborated with so i was like would you guys be open to doing stuff for my youtube channel and they were like yeah so um i went out i went out to la and i ran in a hotel room and they put me above this fucking lounge the music was loud as shit it was like rattling my whole room so i had to like film everything to do a vo but when they got there it was so interesting because they were nervous and i'm like why are you nervous right. like, <laughs> um but just because of just the internet the interactions we've had online have all been like really positive but they didn't know what to expect and um so <laughs> rock kept asking me oh do you need me to bring anything else i'm like uh i guess just some lights but really what he was talking about was weed i'm like nigga you could have asked me if i smoked like i smoke right. you know <laughs> i would be like hell yeah bring it through but um some so lights. the shoot went really well and afterwards we like smoked and stuff and i went back to their house and we did like an instagram live and i ended up playing with shay's booty it was awesome Bombs. Uh, nice. <laughs> and Left a really good impression on them. And now we're we're like friends, you know, because they're super cool. And I didn't even know we were in the same age bracket. Like, I thought they were much older than me, but they're like in their early 30s. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit, we the same. But they've been married for 10 years and they've been doing porn since then, since they got married. And Shay was just like, people always ask me, like, how did he talk you into it? She was like, he did. I wanted to do it. So whatever. Right. Like, yeah. But I just, you know, I know they're legends and I was like, okay, we need to be like working together and because I'm all about like unity in our industry. All the black people need to stick together. I'm here for all the black people. I'm Definitely. rooting for everybody black. Right. That's, <laughs> that's my motto because the mainstream industry like AVN and all that, they don't really recognize people of color as far as their performances and stuff. Um, but I am an award filmmaker, award winning filmmaker with Royal what did you Fetish win? Films. What'd you win with I the won best feature uh best fetish feature film i filmed a video with just setting jasmine and king new war called collared and shadows and it was based on a fantasy that i had i wanted to see jasmine collared and she had to give king like the most amazing head in order to receive bomb ass dick so she had to put in work before she could get pleased and she had to do it while collared so he brought the thickest dog chain like he bought a thick ass collar and it was for like a pit bull and it was a chain link. So he put it around her neck. It was very sexy. I shot the whole thing and it really, it was an assignment for my fetish training. It was to play on my uh, voyeurism fetish and it was really hot. I was turned on and we won an award for it. Shout out to yeah. all my followers online because they voted for us. So um, that gave me the motivation just to start producing more stuff. So ice after that what is uh um, <laughs> cue me into what voyeurism is so please. voyeurism is when you like to watch people have sex or play sexually so it may not be penetrative sex but just any sex act i'm willing to admit that i'm a big peep freak yes i am i had a neighbor be proud um we used to peep on each other that's hot though <laughs> except for mine's was kind of more wide open like my the blind head broke in my bay window hmm 
So I'm like, fuck in it. my bay window, my I'm blinds like, I, broke, so I could. I live on the third floor. <laughs> Ain't nobody looking up. So you know what I'm saying? Right. See me. And like one day, I'm walking past the window, and like his blinds were kind of turned open. I'm like, is he naked? Mm-hmm. So like I just stood there like watching, and then I think he saw me. He watching. did see you. So then I stood to the side. He knew what was up. He was he was into that so shit like, too. Nothing just back and forth, and then one day we bumped into each other in the courtyard. He was like. Maybe you want to replace your blind. I'm like, maybe I like it like this. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yes. I'm like, I like to be watched. Right. It's love, like you watching like, me, well, watching you. I've seen. I love collaring. Like you've put on oh, quite a few shows. Collaring. You had me a collar because he owns me and he collars me all the time. We just don't have one on right now. When I go out with my current. Um, wait, 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 wait. I, I love to be, have a collar on me and have. Let him hold it, even though he's like a little bit more, uh, he's a little bit more demure, so he doesn't like to do that sort of thing. But, you know, every once in a while, I could could get him to do that. So you two like to be, you you two, you like, you like to be, you have a leash around you, around your neck? Yes. Uh, a collar. And be a collar. Yeah, like we're not talking about being walked like a dog. On well, leash. we're going to be no. taking a walk as ki- as kitten and master soon. So really, but you know. I yeah. will well, wait, also hold on, hold that thought, hold that thought, rewind. <laughs> <Sorry>. Explain. <laughs> so um, being collared is. Um, a way to display that you have a master or owner and it's BDSM play. So basically he is my dom and I'm a switch. So I switch between being dominated by this man and dominating others. Like I have a sub in Los Angeles. He's like my first like permanent sub, but I'm looking for more. (laughs) So, um, in walking me like a kitten we basically play the role of I'm a kitten and he's a master and I dress up in a cat suit with ears. I may even do makeup and everything and he'll put a leash on me and a collar and a leash and we'll, he'll walk me. I don't know about the all forest thing, but he can definitely just like hold my, my hold my leash and mm-hmm. I'll walk. Well, from experience, I've put a harness on a cat, and that motherfucker didn't walk nowhere. He like, <laughs> the cat. He like, bitch, right. I'm not going. I put harness on. I, put, I mean, you can't actually put a leash on a cat. No, that they motherfucker do it. flopped out on the floor like, I'm not going nowhere, bitch. Nope, sound like our cat. <laughs> no, but I, did, I feel the same way. I could I, I could go either way. Like, um, for me, collaring, if I'm collared, it's very loving. It's very, like very you said, more loving. of a kitten sort of thing. Let me dominate you. If I collar you. somebody. You got 400 years of dominating the game. You know what? If I collar somebody. Pop it. Dominate the shit out you. I'm going to dominate you. All right, I got you. I got you. 400 years. I, I, I got you. 400 years. Right now. Yeah. We'll start, we'll start in 20 minutes. Because that, yeah, last that's my, that's the whole me. thing is you got to have consent. You just exactly. can't be going around okay. collaring, walking yeah. motherfuckers. I'm dominating. Tired. Right here. <laughs> All I'm saying is that huh. when I do that to a, a man that wants to be collared, then I put the collar on him, and usually mm-hmm. it's you know somebody at exit that enjoys it that wants to be used as a footstool or yep. have you put out yeah, the cigarette in their mouth, and you know I yeah. don't even usually bother to learn their name. I just sort of because they're know, worthless. Exactly. Oh, okay, so, okay, <laughs> but they okay. get off on that. So now, no, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I have to ask: 
Were you into that before such? Before you met her? Yeah. You get to the mic. Get to the mic. What you gotta let yes. you, let let people know what your name is, bro. <laughs> My name is Naeem Najib. Naeem. Okay. So you were into that kind of that kind of uh, lifestyle before such. Before you met her. I was her. into exploring it. I didn't have anyone to fully explore it with. So, yeah. I was into it, wasn't practicing it. You was That's into the it. The, the, so your interest level was there. Yeah. But you never did actually do it until you met your wife. Right. Tyone. Yes. So, basically, um, the role play situation. Is that what is that what we consider as... BDSM role play or just role play? Is it is there a difference between the, those two? And saying that, well, well, you're right to say role play because some people just play that role and it's like, yeah, I just want to be this way. But for us, we are naturally this way. So the roles that we have together, we play, but it's not like an act, you know. And it's, it's not, your lifestyle. Yeah, it's just who, who we are. So we naturally. So this. Playing like a dom in a sub or a kitten in a master is an extension of how we already are. It's not something we have to try to be like, oh, you want to try this? Like, cause this, the new thing is, it, like, even the whole, you know what a little is? No. You have to educate him on that. Yeah, what the fuck is a little? Yeah. <laughs> well, I am All also, we know is chicken little. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also a little, and I wrote an article about this for CassiusLife.com, but what a little is is basically a woman who plays like a four-year-old child Two, two to four-year-old child likes playing with toys and all that, and you have a daddy, so he's my daddy. That's why I call him daddy, and he takes care of me and plays with me, um, and I'll often talk into, like, in a baby voice with him, and it's like basically living out parts of your childhood that never really you got to express. What Is that like age, <laughs> <laughs> that like age play? I mean, play? I discovered I was a little... Like, one day I was laying in bed at here in Chicago. I had on my unicorn onesie. I had my unicorn pillow pet under my arm. And I was sleeping on top of all my teddy bears. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm a little. And so I went online, hit up my fetish coach. And I was like, I think I'm a little. She was like, yeah, I knew that from the first day I met you and saw your unicorn that you travel with. So I was like, <laughs> Okay. And then I, I mean, then I realized like my twin sister is a little as well because we both play with. You have a twin sister? Yes. There are two of you. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, I What's have her a twin, name? Jana. Is she in the GDs? She no, like she's GDs? not. Pop it. But she's going though. She ain't no yeah, GD though. I, 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 I see you like guys with dreads and shit. <laughs> you know what? Somebody, I need a thug in the family somewhere. <laughs> 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 Put some money on Larry who will appeal. My sister does have locks, though. So. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> would you stay the fuck out of the way? God damn you in this live. You back and forth getting the ice. Bring the ice over you. Hey, this ice I'm, is she, I'm sorry. If she's going to be damn, sitting you, here talking about it. Yeah. 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 She's she getting that ice like you getting hot. This is up and down. This is making you horny and hot right now? Yeah. Honestly, yes. Hell yeah, yeah I'm talking her language. So, yeah. <laughs> like, Honestly, yes. Yeah. Oh, Doobie Brothers hat on and shit. Is it making you horny? I mean, I'm asking you, is it making you horny? No. Essence Fest? I'm asking you, is it making you horny? <laughs> I mean, Vogue magazine's no. over here getting horny Why and everything. Why am I in Vogue? Because I'm white. <laughs> There's well, something Stone. Vogue about me. People yeah. magazine, how about that? Condé <laughs> Nast, man. <laughs> <laughs> Condé uh, Nast. Play along. Yeah, there you on. go. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, I mean, she, how many ice chips she didn't eat right now? I don't Imagine. know about 65. Yeah, it's all over this Bombs. fucking live. She all over this live. Oh, my I God. see. <laughs> I saw on your Twitter. Pull some in the cup, sweetheart, and then that, pick them out of the cup. Deep. Don't keep bending over. Yeah, I didn't know to... you were on live. I apologize. Oh, <laughs> no, you're taking pictures. Okay. She snorted. Who did? Yes. Who did? Who did? Who did? You did. You beat me. You beat me. <laughs> Go ahead, D. You beat me. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I saw on your Twitter that you were talking oh about God. getting certified in like tantric sexual oh, healing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us about that? I'm currently studying authentic Tibetan Tantra with the um, Institute of Authentic Tantra, and it's established by Debbie Ward, who is basically a Buddhist, um, <clears throat> a Tibetan Buddhist. <clears throat> and she studied Tantra for like 20 years. So I met her two years ago at a retreat I was teaching at in Atlanta, and we had this instant connection. So um, I knew I wanted to do it then, and even before then, like studying Tantra has always been one of my life goals. So I went through this whole like transformative spiritual journey in December, and after I went through that, I was like, okay, I'm ready to study this stuff. But um, it's a lot of meditation, a lot of reading, but mainly the the bread of our work is meditation because meditation is medicine. And basically what it's doing is helping me heal uh, the trauma that I've experienced over the course of my life. And all of us, like we've experienced trauma in some way. So we have this body armor that basically encases our cells and it pretty much hardens our tissues. So a lot of us are not even experiencing the fullness of our orgasmic potential or our pleasure because we're holding on to trauma within our, our cells and our, our tissues. So the meditations help with breaking that down and releasing that trauma. And I'm in a group with like 10 or 15 other people who are going through the course now and everybody is like experiencing their um, healing in different ways. Like everybody purges a different way. And some people having like physical body pains because the way trauma is released when you're healing, it's the same way it's going to come. It's the same way that it went in. So it comes out the same way it is. So if you experience pain during certain types of trauma, that's how it's going to come out of your body. But it's just really a dark night of the soul. It's like a purification process. After you get through the pain, there's so much beyond that, so much pleasure, so much bliss, to be honest. So Through tantric um, sex. Um, Can you so, tell people what tantric sex is if well, they don't Well, it's know not a sex. Is. This is the thing people don't realize about Tantra. Tantra is a lifestyle. And sex is used within that lifestyle to assist in the healing. But you can study Tantra and be tantric without even ever having sex. Because, again, a lot of what we're doing are meditations. Some of the meditations include masturbation. Some of the uh, meditations include, like, yoni and lingam massages. Yoni being vagina, lingam being penis. Wait, 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 wait. <clears throat> vagina massages? Yeah. Speak on that. Well, this is this is kind of therapeutic what you're saying, right? Yeah, it's very therapeutic because this is this is what the average person doesn't know. Right. Men, all of your erectile tissue is in your penis. Right. Okay. It hangs out of you. And that's it's easy for you to be ready for sex. For women, the reason why over 70 percent of women are not having orgasms is one, because they're holding trauma within their um, tissues, within their pleasure zone. And two, women have a network of 
erectile tissue that's spread across the entire pelvis and vulva. So it takes anywhere from 20 to 45 minutes for all of our erectile tissue to be fully engorged and for us to truly like be sensitive enough to experience the orgasms that we're able to have. And women are capable of having over 11 different types of orgasms and men can have eight, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Name the uh, <coughs> can you? I only the, know of one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> most I think most guys how, would say that one or two, but right. So yeah. wait, wait, wait. What's how's it? What, what's the eleven different orgasms that women have and eight? This well, is, that's I'll, wow. Well, I'll get there, but let me explain the whole vagina massage. So go ahead, explain this vagina massage. So basically, in performing a yoni massage, what you're doing is really warming her up, getting those tissues fully engorged, so that she can completely feel pleasure there are a lot of women that will say i don't feel anything if my clit's being stroked unless i'm using a vibrator i don't feel anything when i'm being fingered or i don't feel anything if he's searching for my g-spot it's because those parts of your body are numb then there's other erogenous zones in the vagina like the p-spot it's on the posterior wall of the vagina the a-spot is on the anterior wall of the vagina near the cervix these exactly. Speak that shit, girl. These, Talk that shit. No, Talk it. Yeah, these spots. So Tweet it to the crowd right now. The, the, <laughs> these spots are numb for a lot of women because of the trauma that has been sustained. One very common form of trauma that women endure is being fingered. Men will just jam their fingers hard mm. into the vagina before she's even before the vagina's even open. This it, one right here. Yeah, that <laughs> shit. But it's it the thing. The vagina. What about the thumb in the butt? I like a thumb in the butt sometimes. Bombs. Um, so, but but you know, for a lot of women, the first ex- a sexual experience they'll have is that like vicious fingering because like, and it's traumatic. Men are young and they don't know what they're doing. And, yeah, you know, it's sexual immaturity. The average man is sexually immature, and that's not a judgment. That's just a, an observation. Yes. So. <clears throat> That's because we got to learn how to cut grass before we know how to pull our dick in some <laughs> pussy. But y'all, but y'all taught to cut grass and stroke your dick with your hands yeah. before you know how to no, get some pussy. You just so discovered that. Most men are masturbating in the pussy because you're basically mimicking the same strokes yeah. That's that you point. do with your hand with a vagina. Yeah. So, And then, you know, you guys, some of you can get erect. In like 60 seconds. Some of you may take a little longer. So you're ready for sex in 60 seconds. Meanwhile, she's still at a resting state. Like my tissues are not engorged yet. My vagina is not completely ready to be to open because the vagina is supposed to open to you. When she's ready, Mm -hmm. she will suck you in. Literally. Oh, yeah. Suck you in. Just like the ass. If you're playing in the Mm -hmm. booty, the booty can suck you in, too. If you get excited, you know. Yeah, same thing. No, absolutely. Um, so, 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 oh, sorry, so, 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 asshole ain't a bad thing. So. It, mm, facts, though. <laughs> so, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Totally facts. Hold on. Anal sex is awesome. Re- Reasonable Ignorance Podcast, now on Apple Podcasts, now on SoundCloud. Download, subscribe, review, leave a comment, share, bombs! I got a question. This is an important question. How long does it take to eat a meal from Ruth Chris? Huh? How long does it take to eat a meal from Ruth Chris? I've never been to Ruth Chris, so I don't know. Uh, so, uh, 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 expensive meal. Oh, um, I'm there for like at least two hours for the ambiance. So, all those spots you're talking about should be ready when the bill gets there. <laughs> what what does that mean? I don't understand. The pussy this. should be ready after you eat the last bite of that motherfucking meal. You should be ready to nah. fuck. Nah. 
It takes more than that. Or get left. Especially people, that's like food <laughs> play shit. Are, some people are into food play. That's food play, dude. That's but like, even food play is not going to be enough to fully stimulate and arouse. That's not what talking about. Yeah, right. I know. You're because, just being silly. No, you got to no. be. You got to go along with the joke, Tyomi. That's yeah. what it was. I, I was. Yeah. I was completely lost. I didn't yeah. understand. Rewind. 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 You said it take a woman's forty minutes to get ready to have sex. That's with the proper stimulation. Yeah, yeah. A meal ain't no stimulation. You feeding yeah. me. Okay. Yeah. Well, you going to be ass out there. Yeah. 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 They man, that is. Yeah. Yeah, stimulation. Fuck all that. just spent their yeah. money. Food. Surfing turf is fucking. The orgasm. <laughs> the orgasm in my mouth is not, it's not <laughs> turning on all of my, my erectile tissue. Like, already the clitoris goes, it goes to sleep or becomes flaccid just like the penis does. And the clitoris is more than just the part you see when you pull back the hood, like it has a network of legs and bulbs that goes into the vagina, which makes it sensitive. So you have to make sure that the entire clitoris is stimulated, number one. And number two, again, the network of erectile tissue. So there's 11 different orgasms that women can have. I'm going to name a few. I ain't going to name all 11. But you can have a clitoral orgasm. You can have a vaginal orgasm. A trigasm. Yep. An, an A-spot orgasm, a U-spot, a G-spot, a P-spot, a nipple orgasm, full body, energy orgasm. Uh, yeah, I'll stop there. But Okay, wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. Rewind. Delcy? I didn't have anything to say. Oh, okay. Um, go ahead. I was I'm just, listening. I was okay, listening. Cool. I, okay. I was excited when she said nipple orgasms. Yes, those are like, the shit. Do you yes. get off on nipple orgasms? I, I haven't. I'm like a big people. fan of nipple play, too. See, nipple men, play. you know what pisses me off? Men love titties, but y'all don't spend enough time on the no, titties. They don't. No, they And that's not right. It's just not fair. It's Titty Tuesday. I'm going to talk about this right now. Y'all glaze over titties like they ain't shit. You guys, not me. You guys will go to the far reach. Some of y'all will go to the far reaches of the earth to eat pussy, but don't even realize that you're missing out on the orgasm that women can have from nipple stimulation. Yes. and it's really like almost like a full body orgasm because it's originating from your breast. When you stimulate the nipples, oxytocin is released that can help bring on orgasms, and it basically creates uterine contractions. So, you're doing a disservice if you're just glazing over the titties. Like, you got to spend some time there. How much time do you spend on the titties? It depends. Um, every woman's different. Some women may get off from, like, five minutes of, like, licking and sucking. Some women may take longer. But every woman's nipples have a different level of sensitivity. And some women haven't even discovered yet that they can um, orgasm from nipple play. Because that was a point when, like, I didn't feel any sensation from my nipples being stimulated. And then one day something happened, and I was like, shit, why am I sensitive? And had an orgasm and was like, this shit's awesome. Hold that thought. How long does it take for you? How long does does nipple play need to go for you? No, I haven't had a full-blown orgasm, um, you know, all the time from it. But when I do, um, it because I'm extremely sensitive in that area, it's happened in about 15 minutes. 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. You? I don't nipple play? think that I've had like a full-blown orgasm off of it, but shit's life. I definitely enjoy it. I want my breast touched at all times during like mm-hmm. sex. How like, many minutes though? I she, want she, my tits touched at all she times. She's never had a full blown orgasm from it. And that's <laughs> okay. the thing. A okay. lot of women have never experienced the nipple orgasm because again, it's not enough time spent. And then also it's like 
you're trying to rush through the the rest of the body just to get to the pussy that we don't even have a chance to really fully enjoy the stimulation that we're getting because you're just rushing through it to get to the penetration. It's like, come on. Magic, how much time do you spend on the nipples? A lot of time. See, he a titty man. Yeah, yeah. like like half of the nice. four hours that I got for the hotel room. Like two hours. <laughs> four, four hours? Nigga, what? Got a hotel in The four hour napkin. <laughs> One of them Oakland specials. Yeah, 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 yeah. Miami Motel. Oh, yes. No, 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 I don't go over there. You go there. over uh, on Foster Avenue, don't you? You need license to go over there. I go on Stony Island. <laughs> Damn, ugh. The fuck? Stony new, Island. The new Zanzibar. Foster would be. Okay, the, the new Zanzibar. Zanzibar. Yeah, now, the new one. Um, the clitoris, you said the clitoris orgasm, the, yep. the vagina orgasm. What's the other ones that you named? So there's different erogenous zones. You got C spot, which is a clitoris, U spot, that's like between the underside of the clitoris and the uh, urethral opening. The P spot, which is on the posterior wall of the vagina. The A spot on the anterior of the front wall that's near the cervix. G spot, which everybody knows, squirting orgasms, whatever. Um. Yeah, so those are like five different erogenous zones within the pelvis itself. And not that many people even realize that there's more than one. And a lot of times when women are having orgasms, it's a blended orgasm. So it's like C-spot and G-spot combined, usually both contracting at the same time. Or and, Oh, oh, anal. Anal orgasms. I forgot yeah. to, t- to mention that one. That's another one that people kind of like <laughs> bypass because they're so scared of asses. Like, mm-hmm. Why? Because usually the anus and the G-spot and the clit are, like, contracting at the same time. Yeah, the, for the trigasm. Yep. One of the best orgasms yep. I've ever had in my life. Yep, that shit's amazing. Trigasm, You've yes. had ones. Yes. So all you've dabbled with the anal play. All on that nigga face. Yes. <laughs> all bust, on bust, that nigga bust. face. And another fun fact that I just, um, I, I knew about this, but my teacher, like, confirmed it and extended the knowledge to me in this. Women have four different ways that they ejaculate so here it is everybody's so obsessed with squirting and squirting Mm -hmm. is just one way you got female ejaculation which is not squirting but it's true ejaculation it's like a few drops squirting is like the gushing fluid that comes from the bladder then you have these two mystery ejaculations from the vagina there's no uh, scientific evidence out there about where this comes from and why it happens, but there's like a gushing that comes from the vagina. I'm pretty sure some of you in here probably felt this, like fluid just coming out the vagina. Don't know where the fuck that shit comes from, but it comes. And mm-hmm. then of course the creaminess, you know, the the white creaminess that comes out of the vagina as well. So that's two vaginal ejaculations and two urethral va- uh, ejaculations. And people get so obsessed with just squirting because they see it mm-hmm. in porn, and I'm like. But you don't even know that you're ejaculating when you see these other things happening. So don't get so hung up on, oh, my God, I'm not a squirter. It's like, well, do you cream? Well, a lot of men think that it's a myth anyways. (laughs) It's not a myth. It's a real thing. Or that it's just urination. Well, I know that when I started masturbating, like, and it wasn't my fault, I would squirt and I know it wasn't urine. You know, you and know. I'll tell you. But then I trained myself not to and I haven't been able to as an adult, which is very disappointing. You, you, it was, you have the ability to do it. You just got to remove the armor that you put on yourself to not right. do it. That's the thing. 
And that's another form of trauma, too. Like training yourself not to do something that your body naturally wants to do. Right. Because it was so. messy. And like, you know, sometimes, you know, when you're a teenager, you want to masturbate a lot. And, you know, I get you it. You try to sneak away. And then all of a sudden, or you're so sitting sounds on the like you got some, and... some healing to do around that, <laughs> you know, which is great because we all have healing to do around masturbation specifically. But, um, that taught me that I have I've ejaculated in all four ways, which is great. Yeah, sure. And what people don't even know is that, okay, squirting, it comes from the bladder. All the extra fluid, because it's really water. All yeah. the extra fluid is being pulled from the kidneys and um, while you're getting aroused and it's dumped into the bladder. So when you squirt, it literally is coming from the bladder. And if you haven't oh, emptied your bladder... Before you have mm-hmm. sex, then you can pee along yeah, yeah. with squirting out the water. So yeah. the fluid in itself that you typically see when a woman squirts isn't urine, but urine can be inside of it if your mm-hmm. bladder had urine before the kidneys start dumping that water in. Right. So that's the thing. People are so concerned about being pissed on, but it's like it's coming from the bladder anyway. So if you truly want to experience squirting, you got to take a L and be ready to have some urine on you or your face, your mouth, whatever the fuck. Well, it's, it's not like, even that big of a deal. It's like anal, you know, you got to be able to take <laughs> that. Uh, you got to be comfortable <laughs> with that person because <laughs> you just never know. <laughs> inevitably, you know, inevitably what? Well, you gonna you end up with a piece of corn out. on the end of your dick. Listen, <laughs> listen I had used a butt plug right, right before I met him. Um, the partner I was with, we experimented with butt plugs for the first time at Exotica. Wait, wait, wait! You said we? Yeah. He had a butt me. plug in him. No, me. <laughs> oh, okay. We, when I say we, he Ooh, put it in for me. wrong with him having it in either. Right. Just what? So you know. It's not. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong, wrong with that. Okay, okay. Let's, let's Men have a prostate gland. They get off on... They do. Anyways, Thank you. Okay. See, she knows. She, she hip. Oh she get God. it. Oh, my Yuck. So... You got to come um, up with a sound for that. Yuck. Just say yuck. <laughs> See, white people are so more in tune with their prostates and like then black people like black people be like oh no nah, that's gay it ain't going up the butt da 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 and that's why they ass is dying from prostate cancer hey, and shit. Well, we deal with that say. later on but God that's his fault he gave us these dicks in our hands we can't see no fucking prostate dick hanging out of your knee you, you amazed by that yourself hey man check what out what I got how your prostate I don't know I don't see this shit every day I don't know what the fuck going on back there prostate's the main reason why you can ejaculate shit y'all stupid <laughs> but hey, look. butt plugs are dope though. <laughs> All right. Okay. I think everybody should try a butt plug at some point or some no. butt stuff. No way. Butt stuff I mean, cool is awesome. Something. Finger here and there. You know, I I always was interested in butt plugs because they look pretty. Like they have glass ones and metal ones and silicone ones, and the ones that I saw were metal and they were made by a company here in Chicago. Shout out to Chicago. I love supporting Chicago brands. So. I kept like walking past the stand and he was like, you know, you want to come over here. I'm like, yeah, I do. Went over. Mm-hmm. This was at Exotica mm-hmm. in was wasn't that Chicago. That's a difference between women and men. Mm-hmm. No, oh, it was, I want to stick it in my ass. It was, <laughs> it was Chicago. It was uh, Exotica, <laughs> Denver. That it was in Denver. <laughs> <laughs> Something so pretty you want to stick it in your ass. It's so pretty. It yeah. looks like a little. Yeah, um, I know. It got a good place for that. I want to stick it in spade. my ass. Not in your head. Yeah, it definitely it does. Like, it looks like a spade. I've seen all kinds of them too, and like you've been tempted to like want to try, but I'm like, I'm single, so like I just, no, I, I'd save that for a relationship. So you've never, you, you know? never, you never put a butt plug up in there. No. Never. 
No. You know what? I, how many, how I want to try many, it. How many butt plugs you have? I've done it. I've done it. Yeah. You've done it? Yeah. Okay. I, I only had a tiny one that almost looked like a little pacifier. It had like a little ring on the end. And then Such it was tiny. But I also had a, I had a strap on for my guy. And how, how big was your strap on? The strap on, I let him choose the um, dong size he liked. Perfect dong. Yeah, this motherfucker. And, he, got a, he getting a whole can of motherfucking, uh, what you call it? Uh, spritz. Hey, don't talk about that way about not, my not, fiance. Not, 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 don't not be talking spray, shit about him. Not the spray, him. but the, uh, what you call it? You put on your, uh, your pants when you're ironing? Starch. Starch. Yeah. Starch <laughs> no. can up his ass. He was, he was, just, he was a, sexually pacified. He was sexually adventurous, you know. You, 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 hear, you hear the irony of what you're trying to say, right? Hmm? You used the you used the pacifier for yourself. Yes. That's he what Mike is saying. He was more experienced with it. Like he, he had was more experienced with what? With butt plugs. Butt plugs and for butt himself? play. Hell for yeah. himself, yes. <laughs> Told you. And I, I, I'm not I saying that this, you know, this is, I know this is not, his personal life. black men be feeling so emasculated by that. Like, it's one of them things where, like, the average black man is like, nah, I don't go near my butt. That's some gay shit. And it's like, it's actually not. But out of 10, how would you, how would you, how many, out of 10, from your perspective, from all your knowledge and perspective that you and, and people and guys that you've come across, out of ten black men, how many have experienced with the butt plug and having some shit up their ass? I would say probably four out of ten in my experience. That's, That's less than half. That's forty percent. Four out of ten. Four out of ten. Yeah. How many of them have? Uh, um, That's two out of five. You know what we did? We did a. We, we did a <laughs> <laughs> You know, we'll break it down. Yes. <laughs> Fucking college degrees going to work. That's 40%. <laughs> hey, Ty. We uh, uh we did a, uh about like two episodes ago, we did something. Your phone going off. <laughs> That's his. We did a, uh, is it? Man, it's yours. Um, two episodes ago, we did, we did something where we had a, uh, we had uh, we, we, they said um, it was an editorial we, we read that uh, said that uh, women should date bisexual men. I had that on my list of things to talk about. Okay, oh, well go I ahead, Delson, my phone. So somebody wrote, I don't know who the fuck wrote this, <laughs> but they got on how black women are missing out because they don't consider bisexual men. That's now, an I opinion. I don't. I have no problem with men being bisexual, although I'm not going to date a bisexual man or have sex with a bisexual man because this man might be open with his sexuality and can be like, mm -hmm. yeah, from time or two, I might like a dick across my mouth. Some of the men he might bust down with aren't that fucking open. Yeah. And ones that sneak right. into it. Down low men are the worst kind of men in this world. They're in dangerous. Because <laughs> they, don't, they don't take care of themselves and their health. They're not. And they sneak around. They will be doing it on the side of dumpsters and abandoned buildings. Yeah. With anybody, know, you know anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, whoever wrote that piece, that's an opinion piece. That's an opinion. Um, there is no... To say that black women are missing out because they're not dating bisexual men is a personal well, perspective. Because they won't even consider them. That's a personal perspective because everybody has the power of decision to open up and, and, you know, join with whoever they want. So if it's a black woman or as a woman, period, if you say, I don't want to date bisexual men, that's your choice. 
And you're not missing out on anything. There's plenty of straight men out here that are black, if you want to stay in your race or whatever, that you can date and have experiences with or whatever. So, no, black women are not missing out on anything because they're not considering. And whoever wrote that has a very limited perspective because not every black woman is closed off to being with a bisexual man. You know? No, not at all. Um, So, yeah, that... I, I really do not like when people... um, And then people have the right to, you know, a freedom of speech or whatever... But when people write stuff like that and they put it out there, especially if they consider themselves to be experts, people take it as law. And that's not law because you have to know the difference between a person stating facts and a person stating their opinion, which is personal perspective. And we all have have a personal perspective and personal perspectives don't mean anything because, again, it's your own experience. You can't apply to everybody. A week later, he retweeted some shit that proved my theory on it. Motherfucker said... I let some football players run a train on me. Oh, About four or five of them. He was like, and one of them came inside of me. Uh, yep, they do Followed that up shit. with the, glad I ain't got a pussy. Now... That's the guy who wrote the article? Th- th- a dude wrote this confession. He's, I'm glad I ain't got a pussy. Now, these five football players, at least three of them got girlfriends. Um, and listen, y'all sit up and having unprotected sex with the dude. I ain't going to name no names, but I know a certain football player that I don't know if they still playing for the home team here, but was mm-hmm. and was definitely on the DL. So I'm t- DL meant me and I'm just the worst. But the, it's crazy to me that in 2018, this is Where still a thing. Where they out, huh? Huh? Football player for the Bears. <laughs> I ain't, I'm not saying no name. Get shot off in him. I was just really surprised that, like, I don't know why I was surprised. She played for the Bears or the Packers. Huh? <laughs> Popping. <laughs> I ain't saying. I'm not saying. But all I know is, bless, bless you. you. Bless I just you. don't understand why in 2018 men just can't, especially with how open sexuality is now, why men, black men specifically, can't come out and just be like, I like having sex with men. Because men who have sex with men or MSM is an actual category. And these men, men, MSM, men who have sex with men. And these men do not consider themselves to be gay. It's just what it is. They like having sex with men. But the MSMs are the ones that are on the down low and all that shit. And they are the ones that's driving up these STD rates. Yes. And we are we have an an epidemic right now, high key, and people aren't even paying attention to it. Two million people living with STDs right now, and the numbers are growing. And gonorrhea um, is uh, mutated into some stronger shit. And where it's drug it's drug resistant yeah. and it's yes. killing people. So that shit is wild. It's crazy out here. It's yeah. like the flu. I like, mean, no, no, no. The shit is wild. Certain, Go ahead, uh, Majority of the shit that you share from these HBCU confessions, it's all about a motherfucker rolling raw dog. Motherfucker said, I didn't use a condom not once all the freshman year. Nigga, you nasty. He probably got something. I don't even know it. You nasty. It's, these are the main people who are not getting tested. One in seven people infected with HIV don't even know they have that shit. You have about 44% of black women that are, I think, living or living with HIV and they don't know it. The, the ones... 40%? 44% of those... Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's... And when, it's and these remarkably statistics, high. These uh, statistics are not based on the entire black populace. It's based off of a subsect. So when you read statistics, you really got to know what you're reading because it it can freak you out. But it's of the four of the women, black women living with HIV, 44 percent of those women do not know. 
that right. they have it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not 44 percent of every yeah. black woman. You know what I'm saying? Like the fuck? <laughs> Let me strap up. But I mean, still. But shit, that's enough to make you want to strap up. Like you don't have to have a baby. You don't have to have an STD. Like uh-huh. all of that shit mm-hmm. is preventable. You all know of what it. I'm and all of it's treatable. Even if you have HIV, HIV is very treatable today. Yeah. All all STDs are treatable. Every mm-hmm. single last one of them. Well, the, this well, the thing. That one strand. The one strand is drug resistant. So literally, all of the drugs that they have had to treat it are not working. And people, no, none of it. It's, it's killing people. Because they've over-treated it so much with these same drugs. Yep. And you get nervous. It developed an immunity to it. got it. smart. Because um, I know the last time I got an HIV test, um, the person that, you know, was giving it to you was telling me that, you know, because uh, I got it done over in Boys Town, he was telling me that, you know, if you have had promiscuous sex, especially if you're a gay man and, you know, Say you just moved to Boys Town, you're going nuts. That you could actually receive the uh, medication that Prep. people, um, you know, that uh, that have HIV take, and if you take it's that for prep. prep, and they could actually, it actually has like a 95 percent chance or something of of actually killing the virus if you have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's prep, and a lot. What's interesting is that you have a lot of people out here that are taking prep because they're like, "Oh, well, if I take this, I won't get HIV," and but they're going raw. But that also scares me that it's gonna, you know, also increase the chances that that virus is going to mutate because viruses are very genetically simple and they could do that. Well, this is the thing about prep is that what it does is it makes your viral load extremely low so it lowers the viral load and i've actually been doing some research on my own about herbs that can treat hiv and reduce viral load and i found one a young lady reached out to me because i'm doing research for herpes as well which is the one of the most common stis and um she told me about an herb that she used to help like cure her herpes she doesn't have outbreaks anymore and i'm like hmm so i started doing research and found out that this herb is a retroviral for hiv and it can severely like traumatically reduce the viral load so there's a lot of research that's which herb is that i cannot tell you the name of it Something in Kansas. Yeah, the virus is gonna be in your body, but the viral load is so low that it's undetectable and that you can't really pass it on. So that's what these medications really do. Um, okay, cool. Let me let me uh, rewind for a second. Let me read something to you right quick. Give, oh God! Give me your thoughts on this one. I was masturbating to some porn, and my roommate walked in. He told me to turn up the video, and we jacked off together. We both got girls, so is this weird? Do you do you think it's weird, bro? Like, that's the whole thing, because he hashtagged that jerk circle. I'm under the impression that the jerk circle is when the chick is definitely in the middle of that motherfucker. No, no, <laughs> nah, that would be a bukake, but, um, yeah. Uh, jerk circle is probably it's a bunch of dudes jerking off the porn. I mean, back if to you, back or this is the thing. It's that's an opinion. So if he thinks it's weird, it's weird. My my perspective don't matter because I don't think anything is weird. Everybody got they thing that they get off to that they do. So if you feel comfortable jacking off with your homeboy watching the same <laughs> porn, 
Go By for all it. means, go ahead and do what you want to do. But Magic if you Mike. think it's weird, it's weird. If you don't Magic think Mike. it's weird, it's not weird. Your right, thoughts, Magic facts. Mike. Only time another man dick should be out in the same room with me is if we using the washroom and it's multiple. What about a, a MFM? Just saying. What is that? Um, um, two men and a, and a, a woman. A monkey fucking a man. What? What's no, MFM. <laughs> So the devil's male, threesome. Uh, the devil's threesome. M- yeah. MFM. So it's male, female, male, or man, female, male, whatever you want to call it. BBG. I like to call it BBG. But when it's, it's when it's that situation, the men are not interacting. They're just interacting with the woman. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's like, two dicks in the room. We've had threesomes like that. Still working on like getting the full shebang going. <laughs> but men be so goddamn. You've had threesomes what? You and who have had threesomes? Me and my husband have had threesomes. Within the 10 months that you all been together? Yeah. Like two. So the shit hasn't stopped then. Okay, your, your no, lifestyle hasn't stopped. No, the fuck is you talking? Listen. There we you go. You don't understand. This man sitting right here <laughs> accepts me just as I am. I'm sitting up in here ass all out. No panties on with fucking costume. Only a man who completely embraces me as I am could accept it, accept that. That's a different my dude. I know some dudes. I we have my lifestyle has not changed since I got folk, married. Right. We do the same shit. Okay, so I mean, so, <laughs> so y'all just oh, so you still, you still Harold, so you okay. Basically, you still peeing on niggas then, right? Hell yeah. And you still hell yeah. Gotcha. I mean, Everything is hell yeah. I do. Th- Nothing has changed. Nothing has stopped, and nothing has changed. He hasn't required that anything change, like. <laughs> oh yeah, we just before this we just did a um a beginner's bondage webinar where he had me tied up like we, we were um because he wants to be a shibari master. What's a so, shibari master? What's so that? basically, Japanese shibari is right. Japanese rope tying is what shibari is. So rope hold, bondage. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Um, imagine things. What, what, what happened? You good? Okay. Fuck it. Keep going. Shibari master. Go ahead. Oh, so, um, yeah, shibari is the art of Japanese rope tying, and it's basically rope bondage. Mm -hmm. And he's always wanted to master that. And I've always wanted to have a master who would work with me in that because I've been I've been um, uh, suspended before in like in a freaking harness on in rope. I've been tied up several times. Did Solomon they, do the one where you were suspended? No, that was Sir Naughty. But Solomon did shoot with me for his Japanese series, and he actually wants to shoot with us, so we're working on that. But um, you were shout out to Solomon Abrams. Shouts out to Solomon Abrams. He's he is like, I love my black kingsters. We gotta support each other and Definitely. put each other out here more. Um, so we met this guy named Sir Dashington who does he's um an erotic visual artist and he ties people up with um glow in the dark rope like he makes his own rope and they glow in the dark and he uses black uv like uh uv lights to make everything glow up so he's basically no it's fucking dope as hell it's dope as hell especially against black skin you know what i'm saying my fiance was trained in japanese rope tying and you know i do the elaborate you know and everything yeah with these silk ropes they weren't uv or anything but it it was just just the sheer artistry of like you know it's beautiful what the ways he would tie me up and take pictures of it like it was just and it would and then 
you know, fucked me. It was just amazing. It was beautiful. Rod, like, tire up. Go ahead. Well, this is this is Rod actually hung. my fiance. This is tie actually up. this tie is up. The, the, no, that actually was so this was my fiance. So was not. This is actually Dave. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rest his soul, but like you know, uh, no, Rod and I have not done anything like that. But you should let you know. Rod tie you up. Seriously, I would, but I don't know if you. You have to trust people. You have to trade, and you have to trade in that type. He took Dave took several classes on that type of rope tying. It wasn't something that, like you know. You could just like yeah, you can take a, YouTube it though. I okay, could, but okay. But he actually but, took classes, you know, like at uh, Kinky College and shit like that. Oh yeah, Kinky okay, College so is you, like you said the Shibari, whatever you tying, you suspending, you've been in a harness. Yes, I mean body harnesses are like one of the most common ways to tie. So I've been in several harnesses, but I've been suspended. So the harness was connected to a um, a hook that was then. Uh, roped up to a uh, is what do you call it? Did he, did he break out the tickle and started tickling your nipples and everything like that? No, he just had me suspended, and I um I sat in that position for as long as I could. It was like two and a half minutes that I stayed, and then he had pulled me down. Have you so. been to the, Have you been tied up where you've been your dimples have been played with and shit like no, that? No, because that's not the kind of bondage play that I enjoy. Everybody who's tied up enjoys something different. So, like I just enjoy being bound. I don't really need to be stimulated and all that shit like that. The stimulation for me is the bondage. Okay, do you what's that called then? When you have the, when you're bonded and tied up. And he takes the vibrator and, and takes to your clit while you're tied the fuck up. Well, and that, can't move. Well, that's just how they want to play. They want to be yeah. stimulated at the same time. Like, but what's some, it called though? There is not called anything. You just that's how you play. Like you're bound and you're being stimulated. That's it. There's no special name for that. Magic. I'm running. I, I, I got a whole lot more fucking to do. <laughs> <laughs> I just inside the barbershop. I'm just fucking yeah. in the barbershop thinking I'm doing something. <laughs> Cutting the clippers on. Listen to these bitches. Take this dick. No, I got to really. <laughs> I got to step my game up. I got to start. Because the BDSM. Hitting bitches upside the head at the gas pump and fucking with the gas pump. Do something different. Like, y'all right. do some real live fucking around here. This the thing is about bondage is that and, and just BDSM and kink play in itself, like it's not about sex. Like you don't have to be penetrated or get your dick sucked or anything like that. Um, Cause it's the, it's <laughs> no. the expression exactly. of the fetish or the kink that gets you off. Right. So just having nipple clamps on and being on your knees and your masters, like, you know, stay in submission until I tell you to get up. That in itself is a turn on because you're pleasing your master, your nipples are getting stimulated, and you, even though the, com- the, the position may feel uncomfortable, it's like the, the pain is pleasurable because you know that it's pleasing your master to be down there. So that in itself gets you off. And then once you're done playing with the kink and the aftercare and stuff, aftercare may be sex, you know? It may not, but it's not... BDSM sessions are not always about like stimulating your genitals or um, having any t- any form of sex. It's just the play in itself that's pleasurable. So not the one with you, you had the thing in your mouth. A gag. Yeah. I have a gag. We got one custom made at Exotica, and I'm actually ready for an upgrade for a bigger one, which is the largest size. Like I have a large ball mm-hmm. gag, and it stretched my mouth to the point now where it's comfortable. I like to feel the stretch in my mouth, so mm-hmm. I gotta get one. Like the ball gag is probably this big, right? 
right? Yeah, as big as this mic um, cover. But I'm getting one that's bigger because I want to feel the stretch. That's a yeah. <laughs> I can't I have, do the whole ball gags. Oh, I fucking love it. Like, I got an oral fixation. So. I do too. I, I like them. I feel I'd probably choke because, like, my natural instinct would be to, like, throw up or something. <laughs> like, I can't. What's the one where, yeah. where they got the opening? Oh. Where the man can stick his dick in. in yeah, a ring, oh, a ring, ring gag. Those are, I want to try that. You pointed point to, point to your husband when you, when you said Cause that. Because he said a ring gag. Okay, cool. He, he was back you. here. You were, now, get the mic to him, frankly. <laughs> Before you met her. Yes, sir. You were into all that. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. I do have a question I want to ask really quick. Hold on one second. You can cut her off, man. No, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, no, no. I I'm just want to ask one question. Hold, hold a second, white, white woman. Hold it. <laughs> um, no, I'm gonna come to you. You give know her, her privilege. I'm gonna give her a privilege. She knows that. Um, you were into here. you were into all of this before you met Ty. Mm -hmm. Before you fed grapes and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Did you have the Did you have the ideology in the mind like you knew she was this kind of person when you saw her on that plane? That she was that open-minded, or or you just or what was it? I knew I was. Uh, we had a connection and felt familiar, but I was. My mind didn't go into all of that. It just went into. I like to get. I like to connect to this woman, and I. I wanted to be natural and organic. So I you didn't wanted, have a sense of what she was pissing on niggas and shit. Uh, I could see that she could do that, but I wasn't thinking about that. <laughs> like, yeah. <if> you, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. You know I, just gotta, I just gotta ask. I just gotta ask. Hold on. Hold, hold that thought. Go ahead. Like, okay. Eat. Rewinding a little bit. We were talking about pornography earlier. I was just wondering if you noticed this in the world of pornography, but like lately, when I've been like you know late at night looking at something to view, there's been a major trend towards like incest porn. Oh well, I mean, it's always been out there. It's um, always been out there, but it's always been very like. And I know that these people are not related in all likelihood for it to be legal. And I know that you know, but I've noticed that you know before you'd see it here and there where they would say step brothers. You know, the other day I saw this cute girl and a couple, and I started you know playing with myself, watch, watching it. You know, Home Alone. When, Friday night, and uh, all of a sudden, you know, I'm get, I'm I'm just about to get off, and she's like, "Oh, it's so wrong that I'm doing with this with you because you're my brother, and aren't our parents gonna come home soon?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, my little sister went to college and got so hot, and I'm fucking her right now." And I'm like, <laughs> I, I was already at the point of no return with the orgasm, so like, <laughs> I was like. I was like looking through like shit in general though, and I saw a lot of that. And I've talked yeah. to other people that have noticed that too. And I just wonder, like, have you noticed that? Like, is it I don't just watch like porn to know what the trends are? So, but what I do know is that the trends that emerge have everything to do with like requests. You know, really? Um, yeah, because people write into com companies all the time. And also what these production companies do is they go and they look online to what's trending. And um, a lot of times I just believe that the stuff that pops up is just based on um, expressions of people's sexuality that have a lot to do with, of course, like trauma and stuff from childhood, whatever. Right. Um, and like these fantasies are a way for them to play out on that and express that. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, just like kink, like kink now is like a big thing. Everybody is becoming more comfortable with like admitting they have kinks. There's more kink videos. Kink is actually like selling more than just traditional hardcore porn. Like in the black delegation, as it is. Is kink relevant? Hell yeah. I mean, the company that I won an award with is a black company, uh, a black-owned company, and they are fetish, master fetish trainers and uh, kink, kinky themselves. And their whole um, company is about fetish and kink. So, and there are a lot of black people out here that are into it. It's just that we haven't had the space or the platform to really express that. Magic Mike? Yeah. I know. I mean, come on, Mike. You know you like spanking? You like smacking ass? No, I don't like getting a nut. You that like getting a me. nut. Yeah. That is like back and forth, back I and like forth. I'm, I'm a yeah. real I don't barbarian. Do none, yeah, I, I don't do all that other it's shit. It's so simple, even a caveman can do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not into all that slapping you on your ass. I don't do shit for me. I tried that shit when I was younger. That shit what about ain't... her though? What if she likes her ass smack? You ain't gonna smack it? No, I don't do all Nigga, that please. Shit. I don't I mean, give a fuck about all that. On the time I go too far I requested with it. for a motherfucker to <laughs> pull my hair. Slap on my ass in the face, <laughs> kick it. I just, now she just turned into an asshole. Doing the most. No, you got to know how to do it the right way. All you got to do is cup your hand so it doesn't hurt her. And if she wants you to be but hurt, again. then you do it with a flat hand. You know what? But honestly, like, honestly, you know? honestly, the whole foot on the, on the neck thing is really... Intriguing to me. I like that shit. Might have a little bit of a foot fetish? Putting a foot on top of her neck or a boot on, her face. on the side of her head. Oh, yes. really? That's, that that shit is the best oh, thing. Oh, you mean you putting her, your foot on yeah, her Yeah, it's been like memes okay. and shit going around talking about how freaky are you and like it, the foot on the face thing. Yeah, I mean the foot the on the face. Well, I will say this, especially when she married. <laughs> <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I know the Pop average it. person's perception of marriage, so let me not. No, no, even no, go no. There. Not, not, not at the married couple that's in it. But look, we don't do, even fuck about that shit. So though. some <laughs> dudes walk around like they have the 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 quote unquote Bobby bride for the wife. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they have the most perfect relationship. And somehow she can find your number because it's on my mirror at the shop, <laughs> and she can text you some wild shit. Then, you know. Before you know it, she got a Nike boot upside her head getting bent over in the barber shop. And you walk in and be like, what's up, dog? Your line is going to be free this week. Bobs! Barber shop pussy. Gotta love it. Um, Everybody got some go kinky, Jeff. something kinky they're into. They just haven't discovered it yet, to be honest. Can we switch it over a little bit? Go. I had, I, one, I, had, I had one yeah. real, 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 one real quick. Just real quick. I've been into BBW porn lately. Oh, shout out to my BBW. And midget yeah. porn. Yeah. I like watching midgets have sex. Yo, midgets got them little fat asses. Like, what the hell? <laughs> That's just not fair. Midget porn. They just have arms like babies, like and that bothers me. And, BB- and BBW porn. That's what I've been I into lo- lately. I love, I love BBWs. Like, love it's just it's something fascinating to me about just like their bodies and how they move. And I just, I love them. And there's so many of them that come to Exotica, like, whether they have booze or they come to, like, support, the love that they get is so real. Like, we have a class for Exotica called BBW Face Sitting. My shout-out to DV Passion, my, my family. They teach the class. And it's amazing to see how many people want to be smothered by a big, fat ass. 
but never had. <laughs> what are you Look at him. You, you want like to be. To <laughs> but you like B, you like the BBW? No, I don't. Oh, what? I thought Del- you said. Delcy, go ahead. Even I like, so, you know, some. Just, I like BBW. I like girls, bit. you know. I want to talk about love is not a game. Mm-hmm. Yes. Let's talk about this book. Yeah. You going to wake up? You wake it up? <laughs> he had a dry, long drive, people. That's yes. understandable. This book hours. is life. Tell me about Love is Not a Game. Okay. Love is Not a Game is a manual. It's not just a book. It's not a romance novel. It's a how-to book for how to have a healthy relationship, not just with a romantic partner, but with anybody in life. And it just so happens that it also works for romantic partners because it works for everyone. I originally started writing the book as a guide for romantic couples, but then I realized that the principles in here work for everybody. So I wrote that book as a manual for all people to use, whether it's parents, children, friends, family, whatever. And, you know, Tommy and I teach from the book. We have a book club webinar every Friday. I just finished teaching a class in Fordham using the book, Fordham University. Like, I, so... It's an all-purpose yes. manual for love. There's 21 chapters. It's laid out like a curriculum because it is. So just imagine love being a, a actual topic in school like math or science. That's how that book is. So it's like if you put these things together, you will have the outcome of love. It's not a Naeem thinks or my experience has nothing to do with me, has everything to do with everyone. That's why the book is written for you. It says you are here to, uh, you know, experience love. So that's what Love Is Not a Game is about. Very cool. Wow. No. Where can we get the book at? Amazon. Listeners. And if you like, I can uh, give you a free PDF copy. Just give me an email and I'll send it. I sent you the email already. So. I'll definitely take a copy. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But you go- you Google that. Love Is Not a Game on my name. It'll come up first in Google. Hand cool. claps on that. Hand claps. Thank you. The book that brought us together, and it's the book that actually had all the answers that I asked God for. So I was like, "Yeah," and it's the first book that I've read for out with another person when they asked me to read it. So, yeah. So have y'all had an argument yet? No, and no we don't argue. Yet? No arguments. No. No voice raising. No. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm just asking real questions here. I know, and most yeah. people, you people believe that like arguments are a healthy part of a relationship, and they're not. They're, they're actually. Not. Thank, thank, thank you. I fucked with y'all. Yeah. Listen, I I was in one relationship where that's all the fuck we did, mm-hmm. and I was like, yo, seriously though, I can live without ever arguing again. I've had enough in this one relationship, and I remember like the next relationship that I was in, which was like extended over five years, like. We started, we were just friends with benefits and then we started having arguments and I'm like, huh, why the fuck are we arguing, you know? Right. So we made, we set a purpose in our relationship and one of them is to never argue or attack each other. Exactly. You talk about things, you know, I, I was in an eight year relationship where we never fought once. You know, yeah, there are some times where serious issues came up and we had to sit down and discuss them in an adult and, and serious manner, um, you know, but... Um, yeah, it's definitely possible when I tell people that, yeah, for that eight years, we didn't fight. Like, you know, they think I'm full of shit. I'm glad you said we didn't fight because people don't think that arguments are fights and they are. They are. And people say I'm full of shit that I'm, you know, because he passed away, that I'm looking at things through rose colored glasses, you know, because it was the past and because I miss him. But no, genuinely, you know, it's possible. 
It is. It's possible. It is. And I know that it would continue that way. Grief has no timetable. No, it doesn't. Grieving when you're grieving. So let it, let, let, let you know that. I followed a young lady home one day. We went home. And we, uh, I went to meet her family. <laughs> well, you know, I went home with her, met her family. But we were cool at first. We had a we had a great relationship. But all of a sudden, we started bickering a lot. Mm -hmm. Then they turned to arguments. Then I went home and met her family, and that's all they did. I was like, yeah. that's where she gets this shit from. Like, we was too good and too smooth. So she couldn't appreciate that. And later on in life, that's when she told me, she was like, yeah, I got that from my family, and, and he was right at the time. She said, I just couldn't accept it. Yeah, so she thought that's the way a relationship was supposed to go, you know. Yeah, and yeah. a lot of people believe that. Like, you're supposed to argue, you're supposed to have disagreements and all that. And a lot of times what it is is like a battle of egos in a relationship. Dysfunctional shit. Dysfunctional-ass shit. Yeah. We, we live such a blissful life together. Because we choose for love every time and we choose not to let that shit come in and, and ruin what we have. Like, we've both been in so many different situations where, like, our societal programming has come in and, like, fuck shit up. Yeah. And I, we made a commitment to ourselves. Like, no, we don't want that. We, we want to experience love and what it means to be in something that is, is truly blissful. And, yeah, I've only been with this man 10 months today, but, I mean, literally, it feels like I've been with him 10 years. When, look, when I just look at you guys, you look like just your body <laughs> language happened, yeah. together. You look like, you know, so you were, you were, were you, were, did you see the love, oh. did you feel the love before the sex? Oh, hell yeah. yeah. We didn't even, let me tell you a story. So Stories. <laughs> so... Naeem and I had been uh, talking and reading the book for about a month. And I had flew back from Maui and I had taught a class in Philly. And instead of flying out of Philly, I flew out of New York. So I took a bus up and I hit him up. I was like, hey, Naeem, so this is our second time seeing each other. I was like, hey, I'm going to be in town for like 18 hours. I'm flying out in the morning. I, I would like to see you. And he's like, all right. So he made arrangements. And um, we stayed together at his one of his family homes in Harlem. And uh, he said, well, I like to sleep naked. So, you know, I was like, oh, well, I do too. And I was still celibate at the time. So I didn't have any intentions of having sex with him at all. Mm. So he gave me a massage. Mm -hmm. And then we, right. Look at this nigga. He like. <laughs> okay, come on. Come we, on. <laughs> he come gave on. me a massage. And he played with my booty and smacked my booty and stuff like that. Well. And then. We laid together and went to sleep, and he didn't try anything. Oh, That's it. Come on, Naeem. So I like that. You were supposed to get in that box, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. You had blue balls. Hey, what, what chapter was you on? What chapter was you on in the book yet? You had motherfucking blue balls. What chapter had y'all reached in the book? Y'all read the whole book already? Oh yeah, we read the whole book love. by this That's time. Not by that time, but the, our so, last—I think our last day reading the book was in Jamaica. We went to Hedonism Two in Jamaica, and that was our last day reading the book. And when we went down there, I found out that this man already had pictures of me in his phone. <laughs> yeah. so, Tumblr. Facts, exactly. Yeah, it Tumblr. was from Tumblr. Yeah. <laughs> you did black keto? No, I went. I was hired by them to. Um, 
review the resort. So I went down, and they were like, yeah, you can bring a guest. And I was like, hey, uh, you want to go to this resort with me? All you got to do is pay for your flight. Pay for his flight was down there. Like, it was great. That, that's that's, we that's dope to earlier. meet somebody that's just like Yo, you. Yo, no, it is, and it is possible. And you looking at somebody, you looking what is, at. What is possible? It's possible to meet somebody who is just like you. Because, oh, like, okay. he jumped okay. on a flight in a minute. You see, he drove 18 hours to get over here from New York just to be with me for our anniversary. Like, I'm that kind of person. Right, and leaving tomorrow. And I'm that kind of person where. <laughs> That's I'm what like, they're going to be doing later on. Bam! <laughs> yeah, I back. thought I was doing some driving up to Milwaukee. Bam! Man, shit. You probably got the title, baby. The best pussy that ever peed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about not having a lot of color representation like in the kink world. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of friends in the lifestyle mm-hmm. that complain about that, like, when they're trying to find, like, swingers clubs or just, like, different sets to go to. And see, that's their, the like, thing. number one complaint is it's, like, always these old white people and shit. There's a difference uh, between, like, just... where are hold on, hold the on. young urban, like, professionals that, like, can be a lawyer by day mm-hmm. in master at night, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. or sub at night. And I'm all about that. I'm like, I think personally we need more of that because I've been to like swingers clubs with the black delegation, but and that's the for thing. the most part, there's a difference between kink, kink, and swinging. Well, no, that's the thing. Like, but people that have like different kinks, like they don't find like enough people that look like themselves at these events. When I went to Kinky College. I yeah. could count all of the black people on my hand. That's Chicago. Chicago you know is segregated saying? as fuck and racist as fuck. We all know this. You go to a place like Baltimore, D.C., though, they have hella munches. You know, you have to know where to look because they're right. out here. It's I mean, just a matter well, of college the is sources. disappointing, by the way, to anybody. Do not spend the money. <laughs> like, I, I'm sorry. I don't know. I, I, I yeah. went to it a couple yeah, no. times. Yeah, like, Kiki College is like actually two. one of our sponsors at Exotica. I'm sorry. For the I'm sorry. So, I don't like want to fuck anything years. up. <laughs> you ain't fucking nothing up. They paying money. So. Okay. <laughs> I went like two years ago, and mm. I'm like, look at all of these white people. But that's the, okay, that's when, the disparity, when, and that's okay, the now, issue. Because, so, like, when I, I went to FetCon, which is like a big fetish convention in St. Petersburg, all the black representation was in one picture. St. Petersburg? Me, yeah. Me, Jet Setting Jasmine, King Noir, Queen Quandisa, and two other people. All in one photo. Like, all the black people there. <laughs> well, I mean, St. Petersburg. I mean, kind of expect that. <laughs> but it's there, not... But the, even though the, the, the city that's hosting it is St. Petersburg, the main thing is that it's uh, an event that people travel to all the time. And the issue True. is that people of color don't know that these things exist because they're, even though they're in the lifestyle, they're not really doing the research to know all of the types of events that go on in sexuality. Like there's a lot, a lot, a lot of different conferences and meetups and stuff, and you have to be plugged in. So that's I'm where I come in. <laughs> That's where I come in and, like, really um, helping people know, like, okay, there is Exotica that you can come to. And if you come to Exotica, you can learn about the different organizations that you can and different trips and stuff and resorts that you can go and reference and really, like, be able to express yourself. And black people got to also stop, like, 
waiting for something to just pop up. Start your own groups. If you, because I know a lot of um people start swinging groups, but if kink is your thing, then start a group of kinksters and have your own munches. Like my friends down Munch? in um yeah South Carolina in Cleveland, mm. like they started their own like little group. Like they have munches mm-hmm. every uh third weekend every what's a munch month. please it's like a, a meet yeah. and greet a munch is like a meet up with people who are in, in bdf sim lifestyle and it's pretty private and people come they dress up they play in their roles and yeah it's just like a a meet up and you have food and drinks and stuff and yeah. Like they turn it into a whole weekend. Like they Airbnb a house, whoever wants to stay in the house, or they mm-hmm. stay at like a hotel nearby. But like they have all kinds of like little events planned. And that's dope. And I told them I was going to come out to the one that they were hosting in March because like they're not doing one in February because they just did one in January. Mm-hmm. Just like to hang out because like sex isn't required. It's, it's not just right. about fellowshipping and. Yep. It's just like Some of y'all going to a nudist king. resort. It's yeah. the same thing. Or going to a cuddle party. You or know? to, I mean, What's even a cuddle party? To, uh, a cuddle party is exactly what it sounds like. A yeah. place where you get together with a bunch of people who want to cuddle. And it's That's awesome. It. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> it is. Got but, to be, because that's the only time I hear some shit like that. It's fucking awesome. I've had I, I've had my soul leave my body from a fucking cuddle. Come on it's now. Amazing. Wait, 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 wait. But I can How? Say, Nigga! Listen. Just you cuddle with him <laughs> and you both fell asleep. When you're in these Naked. big masses of just people that are just like giving off positive energy and love energy and you're just like all just laying there comfortably with the music it's and the vibe. vibe and everything. It's, it's, a, vibe. it's a vibe yeah. for real. It's no. a professional couples that charge like $100 an hour for that shit. Listen, back what? last March before I met this man, one of my crushes hit me up on Tumblr and was like, hey, I'm single now. You want to cuddle? I was like, hell yeah. Because he's like the kind, he had dreads too, yeah. A uh, taller guy, thick bodied. I was like, hmm, yeah. Went to LA. I stayed in the Airbnb. It was a 420 Airbnb. First thing they asked me when I dropped my bags was, want to do a dab? I was like, hell yeah. So hit the wax and was high as shit. And he undressed me and he picked me up and he like cradled me and got in the bed with me as he cradled me, and he cuddled the shit out of me. And I had a full, I was still celibate, I had a full body or several full body orgasms from him using his energy in caressing me and just holding me. It was no penetration. And he was like getting off on that shit too. And I was just like, this shit is amazing. Beautiful. Like, <laughs> cuddling is the shit. I'm sorry. It's therapeutic, too. You know? Very. When I was very going through so. grieving, like, you know, I, I wasn't, obviously, for a long time, I wasn't ready for any sex or sexual relationships or anything like that. But just being able to, like, cuddle like that with people yeah. was very soothing and very therapeutic. And it's very yeah, healing. It turned on a little bit, but it was very healing. And it was, it was, it was yeah, it was transcendental. People should cuddle it more. It was amazing. Rewind. But you you right though. People gotta start making their own groups. Shout out to your friend who's doing that. Because yeah. we need that as black people. Definitely okay. we do. Let's go let's let's real quick, let's um touch on uh um go back to the orgasms for a second. How long does the male orgasm ha- last for? Anywhere from paycheck to paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> 
My bad. It's like anywhere from like eight to fifteen seconds for women. Um, like fifteen to twenty seconds, and we're multi-orgasmic, so women can have back-to-back orgasms. There is no refractory period. So. If a guy has has not um nutted during that time, and she's having multiple orgasms from the, he's sitting it from the back. Is there something wrong with him? Not he, necessarily. He took two blue pills from the gas station. That's if, what the fuck. This is the thing. Don't take this. This is the thing, though. Ones, huh? Yeah. Gotcha. The average man attaches his uh, success sexually to busting a nut, but rarely do people, including women, actually focus on the pleasure that's between getting horny and reaching an orgasm. There's so many nuances that you can experience in pleasure between that time. I heard a beautiful quote about that once. It's just like, you know, in sex, like when you have wonderful sex, real quick quote, sorry. I'm just saying that, you know, when you have sex, great sex, it's not the orgasm so much you remember. It's something about the her journey. hair, the way she t- he touched your your body, her breasts, the way you touched his, you know. It's the journey. Uh, anything, you know. It's just it's not the orgasm itself though that usually makes sex great. It's it's you know something entirely different that you remember and that you really, you know. Yeah, and the so, thing is, if a man feels like something is wrong with him, then something is wrong. But there are, are plenty of people out there that just enjoy like the sexual experience without even having the orgasm. The expectation of having the orgasm is what sometimes like really chases it away. Yeah, the pressure. So, 2018, what can we expect from Glamazon Tayomi, Sexpert Tayomi in 2018. Uh, my app, I am developing an app. It's about to change the game because I'm tired of being censored online. So, I know that's right. Uh, I have meetings this week about that and books. I'm publishing my first set of books, doing more international touring, very selective dates here in the United States because I've already toured domestically twice, like two years straight. So I'm focusing more so on um, getting into Africa. I have a lot of African countries that have been requesting me. So we're hitting Nigeria first. Make them pay. Uh, You already know what time it is. They know. So Um, Nigeria, Australia, the UAE, Europe, UK, Canada. Um, And just more more content you know really putting more videos up on my youtube channel my goal is to reach a million subscribers by the end of the year where so, you at now uh two hundred thirty eight thousand okay. subscribers you're on your way what chapter yeah. are you guys on one. in your book club with love is not a game chapter one we just restarted you just restarted yes so every Friday we do this at 8 p.m. Eastern. We take an hour or so out of our time to do it. And it reminds us of what the truth is about love. And, you know, we join with others who want to remember the truth. So we do that every Friday. And then we have a church, Real Love Church on Sunday, on, not Saturday, on Saturdays. Um, we broadcast on Instagram Live and on Zoom broadcast. And we talk about love, sex, and relationships and money. Because most churches don't even talk about that stuff. But we are doing it because people need healing around that um what is your app going to do my app is going to bring the sexuality community together and it's going to provide a safe place for me to 
broadcast the content that I have in the way that I do it because some of the things I do are risque and it's very insidious how the social media sites are starting to censor us and it's like little by little that the general public doesn't notice it but if you work in sexuality you notice it and it's just not right I refuse to be censored oh, the way so. they could start you know throttling things now yep. that it's been deregulated look at YouTube you know? that's why I was chilling mm -hmm. on YouTube because I've worked too hard for my page to get to where it's at I'm at a quarter of a million followers and that's why so, I pay for YouTube Rod and shit because I feel like the, you know there are a lot of really great communities on there and you know yeah, you know, like Comcast owns like Hulu, for example. They'll they'll throttle mm -hmm. YouTube so people go to Hulu. Who who the fuck subscribes to Hulu? Not many people. So right. you know, we it's, talked about this before. I know, but the app is gonna be dope, and it's gonna bring a lot of people together. I'm taking a page out of the Kardashian handbook. Them hoes make money. Okay, fuck with anybody talking about. Real quick, um, <laughs> they make money. What exercise? What ex what exercises do you recommend for guys to do with their penis? Um, Kegels and when lifts work on lifting your penis, holding it, letting it drop. Like men need to learn how to have control over their pelvic muscles so they can actually extend their um, sexual performance and also become multi-orgasmic. If you can practice using Kegels to perform semen retention, you can become multi-orgasmic yes. like women and last longer. This man does it. Mm -hmm. We just we can go for hours. Hold your urine, or if you could hold your urine like stream. Yeah, that's a good um a good exercise. Yeah, edging. Oh yeah, edging. Well, edging it. is the process of um, <laughs> basically stimulating yourself up to the point of orgasm <sighs> and stopping all stimulation, mm -hmm. and it basically trains you to last longer. Most men are masturbating. And their whole focus is get to the nut, get to the nut. So you're training yourselves to come quickly. But, right, in edging, you, you, you're you training yourselves to last longer. Sometimes so, when you're masturbating, though, you just want to get it out, you know. But, like, I mean. That's, heard we got to change the perspective yeah. around that and a narrative around that because men are not being trained to actually um, maintain their sexual health. With right. masturbation, they're just trained to get a nut off. And you don't even need to be nutting unless you're planning on procreating let me just say this on behalf of men's physical physiological bodies it costs us a lot to come to ejaculate the amount of minerals you 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 lose every time you ejaculate is the same as running 20 miles and doing some really heavy you need to eat drink gatorade smoothie and get some rest i got this app that's at an hour so of sex with day, huh? 59 Bye. calories <laughs> I got this app recently to like count calories and like, you know, track my exercise, trying to lose weight, you know. And it said that an hour of vigorous sex is 60 calories. That app is incorrect. It's that, actually. That cannot be true. It, it's more than that, actually. True. An hour of vigorous. Because they had like three levels of sex. It's, it's more than that. It's more like. I, it couldn't be possibly true. You burn more calories sleeping than that. Yeah, it's, it's actually like, I think, either. 124 calories or 230. I'm, 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 and probably not an hour. So, probably so, more like, you know, every 10 right, minutes or uh, something. It was more like 30 minutes in 30 yeah. minutes of rigorous sex. So you two recommend edging. What else? Kegels. Re recommend edging, Kegels. Kegels. Uh, 
breath work, controlling your breath, your breathing. breathing that is so important. Your body. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Have you uh, have you ever done too. the um, breathing exercises with orgasms? Yeah, I mean that's what I'm studying right now. We do this breath called the ocean breath, not ocean, ocean, O S H U N, and a part of that is um, there's a vibration. The, the vibration from your voice basically stimulates the vagus nerve, which is a nerve that runs through your throat and it correlates to your vagina. This is why you're going to have throat gasms when you suck dick. Mm. But um, anyway. You like that, it, didn't you? You like, that. you like what she said that, didn't you? <laughs> Shut up. I like that, but I, 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 cause I do enjoy like it. Right? Guys don't believe it. But like also, I Did think you like that, that Dale one of the best orgasms I've ever had has been with those breathing exercises. Yes. And so I think more people should it's do healing. them. It's healing. It's healing and it's it's relaxing and it's allowing your body to truly be present in the moment. Yeah. You know, when you focus on your breathing and nothing else, your mind has the ability to completely be rooted in the experience. Breathing techniques are essential because the breathing that we do is actually... Um, Anxious breathing, we breathe little short breaths yeah. through our nose. Yep. And it basically, <laughs> it, it creates a continual environment of anxiety in the mm -hmm. body. And with an anxious environment, the body's not able to fully function to receive pleasure. So you, you block yourself from really reaching your orgasmic potential when you're doing that anxious breathing. So if you can stop and really start taking deep breaths that originate from your diaphragm and you send that breath down into your pelvis, it really awakens things. So yeah. kudos nice. to you. Reasonable Ignorance Podcast, now on Apple Podcasts, now on SoundCloud, or anywhere where you hear podcasts at Download, subscribe, review, leave a comment, share. Um, gonna go around real quick. Just give me ten seconds. Each one, everybody, say something. Ten seconds. Come on. Thank you so much for coming. You're welcome. You are my everything. It was so awesome to meet you. I'm looking forward to reading your book. Okay. We have to link the next time you're in town. Oh, you are. We know. need to plan something. Let's big. go. Let's do it. When the next time? Well, you, you want to plan? You want to help plan my after party for Exotica Chicago? Yes. Let's go. I we will do that definitely. I'm your yes. girl Friday. Okay, let's go. Can, you, can, can we? Can you get some? Uh, I want. I would like to get some guests on here for the podcast from for AVN. Come. Come to Exotica. Get a press pass. Set there up. isn't an AVN Let's in go. Chicago. There, no, AVN is. There, there I mean, is AVN. A, I'm talking to my AVN. I'm sorry. Exotica. Yeah. Yeah, come to the show. You can interview anybody. Really, people be open to all kind of press. Mm -hmm. like, gotcha. We'll do. We'll, yeah. do. we'll do. Go ahead, Naeem. What do you want to say? I want to thank you all for having me. It yeah, was no a pleasure. And I love it. This is just totally authentic. And I love being around people who are just open. Plug that's how, baby. Plug the book. That's how, baby. Plug the book. I'm so excited right. to look at this book. Oh yeah, you can get "Love Is Not a Game" on Amazon.com. Email us at real emails at realloveacademy@gmail.com, and we'll send you a free PDF. Okay. Yeah, I just want to thank you guys for having me on. Like, this is actually one of my favorite podcasts because it's so Chicago, and Chicago people keep it real. So. You know, I appreciate the openness and the candidness. Thank you for reaching out to me, sis, for bringing me on. And um, look out for my app that's coming. I'm, it's going to be out before. Uh, I just want to be out in like the next two months because I'm tired of being censored online. So look out for that. Support that. Look out for my books, my traveling. Just keep up with me on social media at Glamazon Tayomi on uh, Twitter and at the Glamazon Tayomi on Instagram.
I absolutely will. And, you know, Delcia said you were amazing and so much more than just like, you know, a sex expert or, you know, uh, you really are. And you've been amazing as well and your knowledge. And um, this has been one of the the coolest episodes I've uh, had on the show. She wants to cry right now. I know that for sure. She wants to cry. (laughs) You might take us. Naeem. You went to Whole Foods and got them grapes, or did you go to? Uh, <laughs> 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 I've been buying the wrong shit because I ain't never did it. Hey, look, mama, every day you wait for muscles, another day we're getting close to seeing you again. If it is to be, it's to be up to me. Check it out. Bullshit ain't nothing but chewed up grass, and water ain't nothing but gravy and flour. We ain't not doing the numbers this week. We got to get up out of here, man. All right? We out. <laughs>